Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the latest episode of AM in the Evening. She's Maggie. She's Alyssa. And she's Megan. Hi! Megan Durantes is our guest today, and so we have some pretty juicy, exciting stuff to talk about. So let's get into it. Let's go. So we want to start off our episode because we want to be real with you and keep you up to date on some campus news as per usual. And Halloween was just a couple of days ago, you know, got in the Halloween spirit, but some people got into the Halloween spirit a little too much. We found out that a chemistry professor is under fire after accusations of cultural appropriation. This comes from the Washburn Review and it just states that during an English department's fourth annual Halloween party, Professor O'Neill went dressed up as a pop star, Michael Jackson, and she performed a dance to the song Thriller. (laughs) There was a video, I can't, I can't not laugh. There was a video that was posted of the performance onto Facebook and it was quickly deleted after. And right now, Washburn is reviewing the concerns and seeing what they can do. And as you can probably see, there's some concerns. Um, Definitely not the best choice. Oh, yeah. Just like little concerns. Yes. And we have Megan here. Megan, introduce yourself. So hello again. My name is Megan Durantes. Academically, I am a senior majoring in public administration. Professionally at Washburn, I am the current CAB director of cultural programs. So I do a lot of involvement in diversity and inclusion. I was the former diversity and inclusion um, director for the student government. So yeah, um, this is up my so alley. <laughs> I just want to hear your guys' thoughts about this because I know Megan probably has a lot to say. And then we can jump into some lighter news on campus. Yeah, so the first thing that comes to mind when I hear this is it just sounds very problematic in so many ways. Because yeah. um, obviously the photo that the review uses is a white woman and you think of Michael Jackson and some might think of him as white but yep. like everyone knows Michael Jackson was african-american and so yep. that's just kind of like a thing where you're like okay some people could do it but this is something a white person cannot do yeah and so yep. that's just very very iffy yeah very um touchy subject very rough yeah. waters yeah 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 megan yeah. i would say definitely um cultural appropriation is the big ticket word here and we often get many definitions of like what cultural appropriation is, but the definition I like to use is a non-dominant culture taking something of a cultural artifact from, uh, no, a dominant culture appropriating an artifact from a non-dominant culture without any acknowledgement of creation, without any societal benefits and just overall respect. And so for this case, it definitely falls under one cultural appropriation, but then also blackface and just the appearance of dark makeup and just performing through this character while it may be lighthearted, honest mistake all of us make mistakes but i think definitely like in this time and age um higher education in general and just the stuff that we like to teach students or like students we want them to know you kind of can't easily shake off as this was a mistake 
I definitely agree. Yeah. Um, the full story is up on the Washburn Review. It's the chemistry professor under fire after accusations of cultural appropriation by Aja Carter. And I would suggest you give it a read because I saw a post that was like, man, I know someone's planning a Halloween costume that's going to ruin their life. And I mean, I mean, we'll see if it does. I mean, it's definitely something that we as students need to be aware of. And like, there are consequences to your actions. So, yeah, I guess um, just keep your eyes and ears open to see if anything comes up. Yeah. Okay. Lighter news. Woo! We love it. <laughs> Lighter Washburn news. There's not much happening in Topeka other than like, you know, the usual things. Um, I was going to say the usual stabbings. Don't I was going to say that. the usual crimes. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad we're on the same yeah. page. <laughs> I was just thinking of the usual Mexican taco shop <laughs> drive through and how it's always busy late at night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very, yeah. That's yes. very sad. As we know, Topeka is riddled with crime, but we kind of want to make sure that this podcast leans into good good things in Topeka as well so at Washburn there's a new club and it's for all the Swifties out there the T-Swizzles already know it (laughs) um Megan and I are jamming so hard right now we are so excited for this very excited so right now there's four founders um let's see I'm looking at their Instagram right now (laughs) JC Wessel um Ethan Mathias Ashley Norwood and Vanessa Guzman Slater. Slaughter? Slater? Hold on, let me see. I'm also going on the Instagram. Vanessa Slater. Vanessa Guzman Slater. Vanessa Guzman Slater. Um, and I just think that's actually a really good idea to bring together people of like the same music taste. And I think that, you know, our girl T Swift has done a lot of things. I mean, I wouldn't consider myself a Swifty. Like I like her music, but I'm not like, oh my God, Taylor Swift. Yeah. I'm more of like, oh, she put out a new song. Cool. Yep. Um, but I think that's a good way to start like getting people together. Like that's so cute. Music is definitely one of the good ways to like create community between people just because you can all share it and you can also learn like what people like rhythmically, what they like melody wise, but just community. Yeah, you can definitely tell a lot about a person by the kind of music they like. Like when I first met Maggie, we had very different, (laughs) very different different. tastes in music. (laughs) And thankfully I've changed (laughs) because it used to just be strictly country. So now we've grown, we've evolved. I am so excited for this T-Swift club because I was a Swifty back when she was country. And then um, just seeing her grow and evolve over time and still be relevant is just so exciting. And I love that she's just coming out with this new album. Uh, One song speaks so, so, it hits so close to home for me. So it's great. Yeah. Um, Also, another chunk of news in this chunk of news, Taylor Swift has actually... Um, placed every single song I think in her new album on the top 10 billboards charts which is she she has like no one else has ever done that and so I think that's amazing yeah like musically like that how how do you do that how do you speak to so many generations and just you know put your voice out there I think that's crazy plus like also thinking about 
the controversies that come with like her music or like her fans and everything because like you maggie i do not identify as a swifty i very much grew up with my country taylor and i hold on to that as far as i yep. can but <laughs> jc uh she actually gave me a full presentation on everything taylor swift she is a she is the founder as she should be yeah but like after hearing her presentation and just like hearing everything it opened up my eyes to like the impact of like taylor swift's career like her journey from country to pop the controversies that she faced but then also like the growth and development that she's like been able to showcase through her music i think that's why she's able to reach so many generations if you started with her in country you grew up with her listening to pop and like now you're moving on older in life you, the songs resonate a little bit more yeah i agree it's definitely um i saw or someone asked me this question that was like who do you think is gonna go down in history like music wise taylor swift easy yeah. taylor swift hands down she's on the list yeah. yeah like she's gonna be the next elvis i mean in a music way <laughs> in a music not in a cultural appropriated way <laughs> not in a cultural no. appropriation way you know but uh she's just so good and like the fact that she's been able to make all these different fan bases in these different genres and keep them all yep i think is very impressive and i remember seeing this um jimmy fallon um interview clip on tiktok with taylor swift and she was saying like in the music in industry she's like uh she's like considered geriatric or something like that because she's like in her 30s now and yeah that and since she started her career so young that's when people like will just like fade yep. out and just not be able to keep their career past 20s yeah and so i think it's really awesome that she's been able to keep this career and just like get better as she's gotten older yeah because you don't see that often it's so. wild that yeah. is i props to you taylor if you ever listen to our <laughs> podcast <laughs> taylor please listen to our podcast yeah. <laughs> i would i would pass away yes um now we're gonna de dive deeper into what cultural appropriation is because we just again passed halloween and you know maybe you want to learn a little bit more for next year and maybe thanksgiving i don't really know why you would dress up for thanksgiving yeah. there's some people that a little do weird um but we have megan who is kind of given herself credentials yeah. to talk about <laughs> all of this so yeah. yeah megan why don't you give us the spark notes version of course of course so when we talk about cultural appropriation halloween is oftentimes the most popular time we'll see it um oftentimes it stems in the costumes that we wear and the presentation that i did was titled it's just a costume coming off of that those conversations where people are like i don't understand why you're mad like it's just this it's just that and so kind of what my presentation talked about was just a little bit of the history of cultural appropriation um how it's used like during halloween but then also how it's kind of seeped its ways into like other aspects of society you can see cultural appropriation in the beauty industry when we have conversations of like hair and the importance of braids in the black community compared to what it means to other cultures um you can see it in like for example this uh hailey bieber glazed donut look of a dark lipped outline with like um lip gloss and everything and the black and hispanic communities are like wait a minute we've literally been doing this for yep. how long yep but i guess it's this new glazed look but we can also see cultural appropriation like the fashion industry like going back to the costumes but then also like artists using their fashion to take 
aspects of culture for example um wearing dreadlocks in a fashion show uh, gucci caught a lot of fire for a jumper that resembled blackface uh katie perry actually also had issues with one of her shoes representing blackface um we can see it in the entertainment industry like elvis presley for example <laughs> very popular very popular artist um but the entertainment that we consume or how uh, we have conversations about certain jewelry, jewelry on certain races. And weirdly enough, we can also see it in the food that we eat and the drinks that we consume. Um, this past summer, there was a bit of a controversy of agua fresca, a traditionally Hispanic drink. It's spa water, actually. Oh, I am so <laughs> sorry. Spa water. Spa water. Spa water. You know? <laughs> but that being rebranded as spa water or... Um, I hate Taco Bell because <laughs> just cultural appropriation like a food industry is just not fun. But um, it it's important that we have these conversations because one, it allows us to see like that cultural appropriation is not seasonal, nor should we treat it as something seasonal or we should only have these conversations if it's around Halloween or like someone did this one act. But overall my main point of the presentation is just having people like rethink like maybe some of the costumes that they wore in the past some of like the articles of clothing that they wore how they like styled their makeup the entertainment that they consumed and just overall allow them the space to have a conversation of like why is this an issue why does this cause problems because generally when we have like instances of cultural appropriation most of the time it's just genuine ignorance they either group in an environment where they didn't know that this was wrong um they aren't educated and the negative impacts that can come from cultural appropriation and it allows them to reflect and learn but then also like be able to see the development in their own mind of like what this looks like and everything and so near the end of it uh, spoiler alert the big hoopla on why it's a, such an issue is um how people are not commodities cultures yeah. are not commodities they're not stuff that you can buy at the store or something it's not discounted it's not something that you just put on like it's everyday wear like these are actual people with histories families traditions and it's important that we respect them but then also like in the definition i provided earlier of cultural appropriation a dominant group appropriating a piece of culture without acknowledgement of creation societal benefits and respect of like acknowledgement of creation it's not like every time you, you have to say oh this came from this person this came from that person it's just the big influencers understanding that the power that they have to form educational thoughts it's important that they're factual in what they say how it comes off to their audience and everything but then also be able to take the time to if you made a mistake admit that you made a mistake but make sure you're putting in the efforts to do it better um when it comes to societal benefits what's defined as beautiful or what's defined as pretty can be completely different just based on like the simple skin co skin color of you and your peers and we can kind of see this with um the clean girl aesthetic of how it's wow. clean skin, <laughs> glossy lips, gold earrings, slicked back hair. But if you were to describe these same aspects of this aesthetic in a black and brown perspective, the only way you find it is if you type in the ghetto girl or like the hot Cheeto uh, girl. Yeah. And just overall respect of individuals and other cultures. And what I did is I went through some of my old family photos and found. T technically my first experience with cultural appropriation where I was a kid dressing up as a geisha and 
again just showing the humanity of how we all come from our own experiences and using this as a learning example and so when I saw that considering the presentation I was doing it one made me realize how important this is to how easy it is to not know that you are doing something wrong but then how important it is again to acknowledge that you made a mistake and do the effort to make sure you're doing better and sharing what you know with other people so they don't make the same mistakes that you did yeah Yeah. I definitely think it's very important to have those conversations and like if you don't know just ask just ask that's all you have to do you know what are your thoughts Alyssa yeah I just think that it's like like the reason we have Megan here is because it is such an important thing and like she said it's not something that just goes on at Halloween time even though that's the only time people mainly get dressed up in costumes (laughs) I mean if you do it at any other time of the year go crazy you do you boo but I mean it's a thing that like needs to be talked about all the time and it's not just something that we can just sweep under the rug or just not think about all the time so I think it's an important conversation to have and to just always keep in the back of your mind yeah yeah definitely wow wow (laughs) (laughs) that really is our transition I'm so sorry in advance for like these heavy topics but like we got to talk about them you know they're important they are important wow yeah yeah so we've kind of transitioned already to our wows um so if you don't know what this is megan because you don't listen to our podcast i am so sorry um Um, someone has been gatekeeping it so so sorry my apologies sorry um (laughs) so our wow segment is our words of wisdom and this is just kind of something that you know we go through the week and then we come back and we're like okay what did we learn this week or if we don't really have anything, we grab the comfort book and we read something out of okay. it because it's great. And that's what we're doing this week because Alyssa and I learned nothing. So, <laughs> yeah. so we will be reading The Cure for Loneliness Woo! from The Comfort Book. Man, <laughs> Let's hear it. it really is just these heavy topics. Jeez. Okay. It says, loneliness isn't an absence of company. Loneliness is felt when we are lost but we can be lost right in the middle of a crowd. There is nothing lonelier than being with people who aren't on your wavelength. The cure for loneliness isn't more people. The cure for loneliness is understanding who we are. Mic drop. (laughs) Yep. Oh, that's so good. Because especially in this seasonal depression time, as we're getting, getting into it, it's really important to remember that you control how you feel in these situations and so I think it's really good and you got to like actually find what makes you happy first and then you can start bringing in the people that you want to be around yeah yeah I definitely feel that the thing that stuck out to me was um the part that's like you can be lonely when you're lost in a crowd Mm -hmm. and it's like whoa yeah I can be because like maybe I am like surrounding myself with all those friends but like I'm not really talking to them, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm I'm just kind of in the background. I'm like the wallflower, you know? So yeah. it's good to know like when you feel lonely, it'll be okay. Like there's there's more days coming ahead. And definitely with like the seasonal depression that isn't probably so seasonal. Um <laughs> it's good to know that there are other people that are feeling the same way as you are. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I've had a lot of like recent conversations about being comfortable with loneliness and uh this like past month or two I got finally I got diagnosed with moderate depression 
And so for me and my mental health journey, it was really important one to have that validation and know that like it's not in my head and this is something that I've dealt with and that I can now receive help for something that I know is an issue. It is so superficial to be like, if I have 50 friends, that means that I have 50 people who care about me instead of realizing that you know, I have 50 people that I know who I consider friends, but those five people out of those 50 are the ones who truly care about me and my well-being. And, and I very much think and thank my friends who, like, helped me go through that moment because do not know if I would be here without them. Aww. But I think it's important to, like, understand that you don't have to find comfort in a whole bunch of people. And because humans are so societal and so communal, we often think that we need to have x amount of people to feel comfort but i think like through all of our either personal relationships we find that there's one to two or like your five few people that you know have your back and who you have your back for them yeah Yeah. and i think it's also important to understand that being alone is not a bad thing yeah it's sometimes you just need to be able to recharge your social battery and so like in that same manner like being lonely doesn't mean you're going to be lonely forever yeah that's just the season that you're in and it's okay yeah I definitely have a hard time accepting like when I'm alone I'm like I'm alone yeah but then I'm like you know (laughs) I I'm alone in like a relationship way but also like I have my other friends to like fill that void yeah and so like I can always talk to them so I I very much appreciate them as well so definitely when you're alone you're not really alone i mean you could even reach out to all of us yeah. I, we'd definitely be willing to like talk i'll talk for days Alyssa, Alyssa's like no <laughs> Alyssa said uh-uh. oh come on you know me you know i can't keep my mouth shut <laughs> come on that's now. why we started a podcast right? <laughs> it's, it's coming full circle exactly i did speech and debate that's how i learned how to use my voice yeah and use it for good <laughs> i mean i want to be on a radio show hopefully so look at me i'm on tv i mean that's all i do for a living exactly (laughs) i think we could talk to you if you really needed it we might not give you the best advice we'd be like i don't know eat eat potato chips on your couch like we said last (laughs) week (laughs) the inner workings of my brain they're starting to mesh together i love it yeah no i i definitely think it's good to remember that like from loneliness like you can find yourself and be okay with like being yourself yeah Mm -hmm. you know i've always been kind of like codependent in everything so i'm finally breaking down that shell and i'm finally like okay now i can do it i can go to the store by myself i don't need daniel (laughs) you're right you don't need daniel what can daniel do i don't know (laughs) push the cart around for me (laughs) look pretty and just be there when you have a question about a food item yeah no i definitely definitely being okay with lonely that's okay with me so. Yeah, I remember in high school, um, I it was senior year, and I would like go to Starbucks by myself. I would go to restaurants by myself, like during a rush. And I remember like the first few times, like the host would like give me a weird look because we're expecting like you you're eating by yourself in a public place. Yeah, that's yep. a little weird. <laughs> but um, it allowed myself to just spend time and like treat myself and like understand like who I am um any thoughts that I have I could just like write down or share with myself or like think about the day and everything like get that zen and recharge moment yeah yeah Yeah. that's definitely necessary it is yeah definitely okay yeah well I mean that's that's all we have for this week again 
we want to be real with you guys and tell you tell it to you straight you know (laughs) so (laughs) we hope you have a great weekend and a great next week and we will see you then love you bye Bye. Love ya. Bye. <laughs> Love ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>